the key to our scriptures today, are sin and temptation. We begin in Genesis, where God has created this wonderful garden for Adam and Eve to live. Everything is perfect, except for one little thing. In the middle of this incredible garden is this one tree. The serpent, the evil one, goes to Eve and says, but look at this tree. Go and eat from it. But God told me I'm not supposed to eat from it. It's okay. Don't listen to God. Because it has wisdom. It'll show you what is the truth. The fruit was very tempting. It was beautiful. So she took it and ate some of it. They gave it to Adam. I think too often we got, get caught up in the story that, look, the woman tricked the man. That's not what it's about. It's a whole lesson about individual sin and communal sin. Yes, she took sin into her life. But from her action, she brought others into that same affliction. That can happen in our own lives so very easily. Since Vatican II, or early Vatican II, a lot of priests were saying that, well, you don't really have to be concerned with sin anymore. It's not that important. And the early 60s were saying, it doesn't matter what happens to everyone else as long as it makes you feel good. We know that's a lie. Because what we do does affect other people. I love the scriptures when it talks about what you do in the dark will be brought to light. What we think that we do individually won't hurt anyone else, but it does have an effect on everyone else. What we do can affect the lives of our brothers, our sisters, our families, our community. And if we're afraid to do something in the dark, or we're happy to do something in the dark, would we do the same thing in the light? For most of us, I think the answer, no, there's no way I would ever want anyone else to see what I'm doing. Well, if that's the truth, then why are we doing it? We shouldn't do anything in the dark that we would do, not do in the light. To imagine what it must have been like for Christ on those 40 days out in the desert. Fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. Great temptation for the devil. See, don't, you don't have to do this. You can command that these rocks be turned into bread. He knew he could do that. But that was not the point. He was preparing himself for the journey that he's going to be taking the rest of his life. We struggle with the 40 days of Lent. So often we want to give something up. But that's not the purpose of Lent. It's to really acknowledge our own sinfulness, those things that we need to change, to grow closer to Christ and closer to our brothers and sisters. That can be a temptation. When we want to do something that is going to affect others and we don't recognize we're doing it. It's so easy for us to do in our culture. 
because we're always being misled on what is true and what is necessary for our lives. To have the best of everything. Is that really necessary? To really show our compassion and love to our brothers and sisters. Shouldn't we be willing to step back and say, I really don't need this today, but I know my brothers and sisters need something more than I do. To be able to reach out to them and touch them and bring a greater grace of God to them. To see that person on the street that we would not talk to normally. Because there's something about them that just distracts us from them. But to be able to go over to them and give them a kind word. To say, I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you. That's hard for us to do, isn't it? It's hard for us to go to someone and say, I'm praying for you. But that can bring them so much healing and grace that's way beyond anything we would ever comprehend. The joy that it's brought to them that day can be immeasurably counted. A simple act. It doesn't take much, but we have to go outside of ourselves. And that truly is a challenge because we want to hold back. To imagine what it must have been like for Christ to be shown all the kingdoms of the earth. I'll give you all of this. You don't have to give it to me because I already have it. Christ already has us in the palm of his hand. He comforts us with his love. But we're the obstacle. We're the one that tends to step back and say, I'm afraid of your love. I'm afraid of what you're going to ask me to do. And yet, he's always going to be there right beside us. He's going to help us in that journey of faith. Oftentimes, in the sacrament of reconciliation, people ask what they should do or not do. Imagine Christ is standing next to you. Would you do this if he was standing next to you? The answer is either yes or no. The things that we know we should not be doing, then we wouldn't do it. The things that we know we should be doing, then go out and do it because Christ is right with us. He gives us the ability to touch the lives of our brothers and sisters, to touch the members of our families, to bring them the healing and the grace that they need. During these 40 days, may we accept the Lord's presence in our lives, the power that comes from the Eucharist that we receive from this altar, from the word that we receive from this ambo, that we will go closer to our Lord and closer to one another.